I found myself at a point about maybe four or five years ago where I can't really remember what my quote-unquote work-life balance was. I was just always working. And it got to a point, I believe, that people sort of knew, like, oh, if we just ask her, like, she'll do it. It just sort of continued. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Casey Willis. Casey previously featured on episodes 196 and 251 of Broken Bulbs. Now, Casey is a creator and arts advocate based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And after participating in the 2019 Spotify SoundUp Accelerator, she formed the production company Could Be Pretty Cool, whose mission is to produce unique creative experiences to inspire community building through the arts. But she also said yes to everything. That's coming up after the break. Real quick, before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's sharing the show with a friend or family member who you think will get something out of it, leaving us a review, or supporting me directly on Patreon. Now, when you support me directly on Patreon, you can do so for as little as $3 a month. You'll receive a postcard from me and a bunch of bonus content, not just for Broken Bulbs, but for the other podcasts I work on as well. That's patreon.com slash Williams. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Casey Willis, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Ready. Perfect. Okay, so let's talk about you thinking you had to help everyone. Kind of a a people pleaser syndrome from the sounds of it. Tell me what was the situation and and how did you ultimately uh, get out of it? Absolutely. So uh, a saying that I've heard in several different uh, ways in the entertainment industry is as soon as you tell someone no, they're never going to ask you again. And so uh, particularly when I was just starting out as a theatrical sound designer in Atlanta, getting, you know, gigs, I took on any and every gig that someone gave me, whether that was holding the boom mic for a commercial at five in the morning, whether that was designing things for free or for very low cost, because I figured, well, they work at Theater X, and so they probably have connections with Theater Y. And so if I tell them that I can't do it, they'll probably tell Theater Y that I'm... And so I, I just took on any and every gig all the time. I found myself at a point about maybe four or five years ago where I can't really remember what my quote unquote work-life balance was. I was just always working. And it got to a point, I believe, that people sort of knew like, oh, if we just ask her, like she'll do it. And so it just sort of continued asking me to do things, me saying yes. I initially felt like flattered and honored, but eventually it was just like, I, I, I physically do not think I can take on this much work any longer. But it was so scary 
telling people no. Like I, I didn't have the vocabulary to say I'm burned out at the moment. So I'm so, like, I would love to work with you at a, a later date, but I just can't right now. Or I, you know, I, I just have too many things going on. Like I didn't have that vocabulary. And so oddly enough, and this is like a, I hope not a controversial hot takes over lining with the pandemic in 2020, I feel like more and more people realized, of course, this was not an intentional realization or going through all of that. It shouldn't have taken that for this sort of collective workforce to go, wait a second. There are so many things that we can just start saying no to because in the grand scheme of things, the work is still going to be there when we're finished with whatever else we're doing. In the grand scheme of things, it is not that important to burn ourselves out and to just feel like we're being productive robot machines. And that vocabulary is almost it seems like it's permeating into the work culture more. People are just saying like, hey, I would love to, but I I need a mental health day. I, I can't imagine saying that two years ago even, you know? And so I hope that people, and I'm, I'm including myself in this group of people, will feel more comfortable and not feel obligated to take on every gig that comes their way. If they don't want it, some people may want it, but it isn't necessary to help everyone if it is hurting you in some sort of way. If you're up all night and not sleeping, if you're missing family functions because you're cutting tape and editing all weekend, yes, you're helping someone else, but you might not be helping yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And and I mean, one thing to note as well is there's different types of no's, right? There's there's no, I will never work with, for you, with you ever, period, full stop, like never. But then there's also like, hey, n- not right now. I, I'm dealing with a lot, um, but ask me in six months, ask me in a year or not on this project, but I would love to work with you sometime, right? There are these these other types of no's that you can hopefully um hopefully used to almost soften it a little bit so you don't feel like you're just like no 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 <laughs> do you know what i mean absolutely and again i feel like especially for sort of entry level folks or maybe folks who are just graduating school getting into the workforce feeling like you have the agency to to even like uh analyze what a no could mean or to pick and choose what you can say no to. It feels impossible. It feels like it has to be yes or else they're going to think that I'm not serious about this. So it's always yes all the time. And what you just said, I think is just incredibly useful to a lot of people. No doesn't have to be some sort of violent (laughs) trigger word. You know, no could be actually a very harmonious uh, sentiment if it is ultimately going to help you sleep a little better at night. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I mean, it allows you to bring your fullest to the next project as well. 
uh, and to the projects that you are showing up for. Do you have, um, I, I guess, do you have some sort of filtering system to figure out which project you are going to engage with and which things you are going to say yes to and, and what you're going to say no to? I think uh, a couple couple parameters. Uh, usually, depending on what else I'm working on at the moment, if I'm approached about something, if I just know, like scheduling wise, I'm going to be working sixteen hour days in order to get both things done, or if I'm going to be like pulling my hair out, I'll probably have to just pass on that project uh, politely. Um, but there are also sort of like. I don't know, intuitive things that I'm just now tapping into, to be honest with you, where if I read like a pitch or inquiry and then like my first thought is like, ugh, that probably isn't a project that's for me. And I can't really quantify like what that that like mm, is, but I feel like I that's something that I ignored previously. You know, there that's something where it's like, I don't know, but I'll say, yeah, why not? They asked, you know, um, learning to say no to those is important, too. <laughs> so, yeah. And of course, at the end of every episode, we like to brag a little bit. So what's going on with you these days and where can we go to find and support your work? Well, my schedule is a little bit more flexible now that uh, season two of You Heard Me Right is out into the world. Uh, it's a podcast about artists for artists, and you can listen to it now on Spotify. A fantastic podcast, I'll add, and I'm going to have links for all of that and more down in the show notes so people can go and follow along with the projects you're saying yes to. And with that, I just got to say thank you very much again for joining me. Thank you, Alex. And thank you for listening. You can't say yes to everything. Try to say yes to the right things, though. A special thank you to Casey for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which is linked down in the show notes. And if you want more Casey on broken bulbs, make sure you check out episodes 196 and 251 as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.